Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two dudes that have never met each other in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in the state of Iowa, and my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. That's me. I'm John M. Craig, and I live in Red Bank, New Jersey. How's it going, Colin? It's going. It's going well. I just uh, got back. I did a little uh, run after I got off work this afternoon, Mm -hmm. and... uh, when I got out there, it was it was really steamy hot, but there were mm-hmm. clouds gathering, mm-hmm. and by the time I got back, it was coming down with some rain. And uh, I had a little, I had, I had kind of a Bob Marley moment. I, I just decided, uh, people, okay, so what I mean by the Bob Marley moment is, uh, Marley's got it, there's a Bob Marley quote that says, uh, this is kind of paraphrasing it, I believe it, uh, um, some people feel the rain, other people just get wet. and. I was feeling the rain. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> I did see some people that were just getting wet, though. There were some people that were hurrying by me with umbrellas in a couple of places, and they, they looked they, they looked unhappy. But it was starting to thunder, and uh, that means there's lightning involved. So maybe they mm-hmm. thought they were going to get struck down by that stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was I, it was enjoyable for me. I am both. Of, I'm both those people. We're both those people. Yeah, that's me. Do you carry umbrellas a lot? Are you an umbrella person? Yeah, you, I try to. It, um, when I drive car service and we have clients, I want to, I want to pretend like I care and want to like get the door for them and hold the umbrella over their face. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. Just you, you, your, your voice sounds very. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of chill tonight. You sound kind of. No, I'm not chill. I'm like no? the opposite of chill. Okay. I, I don't know what happened to my voice. I think I know what happened to my voice. Um, I got one word for you: cold brew coffee. That's uh, is that one word? But that's right. Cold brew coffee is cold one word. Coffee now. is one word. Now, now um, it's it's this is not even going to make sense. But um, I have been overreacting the last two days. So you know that I'm into this whole cold brew coffee thing. I'm a little obsessed with it. You know, at first I thought I was a douchebag for for always ordering cold brew coffee. It's a little bit more expensive than iced coffee. I didn't even look into it. I didn't know if there was a difference. Why am I paying? Like I mean, yeah, a cold brew implies that it's brewed cold. In fact, it is, and it's less acidic than hot coffee that is then iced. And so, anyway, so I, you know, you just—I don't know how much you spend there in Iowa. Probably a dollar for a cold brew coffee, but here it's probably like four or five. Um, and uh, so, I, I would—I I decided to get these cold brew uh, like carafes that have like a, a cone filter in the middle, and you put the the coffee grinds in there. You you, you grind mm-hmm. them coarse. Anyway, so I have I had two of those. Each one is like 50, 51 ounces, tall, thin carafe, nice little thing. And you know, you know whatever you, know, you fill it up, and then you let you let the um, coffee grounds like seep in, in the water. You know, the water seeping that for like um, anywhere between like sixteen and twenty four hours. I usually do twenty four. So sometimes I get into a rhythm of it. I like doing it, whatever. And I don't know. The last like week or so, I hadn't done it much since I had done the um, you know the bourbon infused. Um, cold brew coffee. So uh, last night I I was um, I'm like you know what I, I got to clean up the the pool house. I got stuff all over the counter. You know I don't always put the cat. It's the summer, so I don't always put the cat food in the bowl on the on the ground because sometimes ants get in. So I put it on the counter. Although ants can climb anywhere and everywhere. I've seen them on the roof here. But um, so anyway, so I, I'm. I've got both of these cold brew carafe, the glass carafes, on the counter, and I've got a lot of stuff going on there. There's empty pizza boxes because my friend, my son has his friends over, and, and I asked him to clean up, but he didn't clean up for like three nights, and I'm not cleaning up after him. And it, so I, I, I was going to um, grind them up with a, an electric grinder, the, the, the beans. So I put them in, and I go, zip, and the, one of the cats is on the counter. Freaks the fuck out, panics, jumps over like a bunch of obstacles and stuff, water bottles, tries to get around, but there's like, uh, and there's a, um, an espresso machine, and he goes this other way, then kind of slips on the pizza boxes, and then knocks over the carafe, an empty carafe, and it breaks into like, you know, glass, like thin glass, like 100 pieces. I 
freaked the fuck out. I was screaming like a madman. I just, I had another pickup. I was just like, motherfucker, I didn't have a lot of time. I wanted to go to sleep. I wanted to make my cold brew. And the cats were freaked out. And then I was like, that was crazy. Why am I so angry? And then I just, uh, eventually I just sat down in the, um, the shower by myself and just like, I didn't meditate, but I'm just like, calm the fuck down, what's wrong with you? So that's fine. I let it go. I don't even understand what what made me so angry about that. The thing is twenty nine bucks, you know. Mm. And then and then so today, um, after driving my kids around, driving a woman into Manhattan for a medical trip, a round trip, four hour round trip, I come home, and uh, I've cleaned up the pool house a little bit, and I I put all of the bottled water I restocked, put them in the um, the mini fridge, like the beverage refrigerator, where I keep the cold brew. So now I actually had the other cold brew carafe filled, ready to go, just about six more hours to go. Now when I was in Manhattan today, I stopped at a Starbucks while waiting for my medical round trip client. And I had a cold brew at Starbucks. And they've got like four choices, nitro, something else, and then traditional cold brew. The one that I had was traditional cold brew, and it was terrible. I hated it. It was it tasted burnt. It wasn't good at all. What I was making at home, much better. So I was very much looking forward to coming home today and having a cold brew. So I finally get Kylie, who never helps, never wants to clean. She just wants to go to the mall. She wants money. You know, she's 14. I get it. But So I said, Kylie, come in the pool house. You and she lays down in the pool house. I said, you got a vacuum. Please vacuum. I ask you to do things all the time. You don't do things. So I get a phone call um, from my friend, the one that asked me the question about uh, whether or not the guys, uh, you know, do I like to watch her, other guys with her? No, I don't. But I'm talking to her. Not about that, but we're just talking. I'm outside of the pool house. Kylie's inside. Ten minutes go by. Kylie comes out, and she's like, Dad, I broke the cold brew glass. I'm like, are you? Within 18 hours, fucking two of them broke. Gone gone and it's just just like my tears and cold brew are on the tile floor and they're just dripping down and i'm like what the fuck and i lost i was so angry and i wasn't angry about i was angry about that that it happened but it's an accident whatever she's not cleaning up i'm like wear your shoes put on shoes there's glass all over the place so she and i both clean up um I, i was just i was upset at her i think for not listening to me she explained what happened i said well how did that she's like i was i was trying to get something cold from the refrigerator to ice my knee because i heard it when i was doing a cartwheel and i hit my leg on the couch and i'm like wait kylie you were laying down i asked you to vacuum why were you doing a cartwheel well because she's 14 and she was bored but i'm like i asked you to do this and and anyway, it just was so frustrating to me. And and as I'm talking to her, I said, you, you know, it is kind of you. You don't listen. You don't do what I ask you to do. You're disrespectful. And as I'm talking to her, I'm thinking to myself, Holy fuck! I could have been talking to me, you know, like my cartwheel would have been me on Periscope, drunk or something, or something <laughs> else. There would have been. There were so many things. So that was a bit surreal. Trying to like, you know, parent her and be like, Fuck! I should listen yeah. to what I'm saying to her, you know. You can't really have too much empathy, though. I think I think that's a, a parenting mistake. No, I know it's it's a challenging one. I don't want to yeah. be too empathetic, but I don't want to be an asshole. And you yeah, know, it's like trying wrong. to strike this balance. I mean, she came around and she was definitely nice to me. She made me avocado toast a little while ago. She offered okay. to do it, and she's been. We'll see how long it lasts. Well, throughout that whole yeah. story, I was I was uh, okay. First of all, I was raised Catholic, so um, I would have to believe that if you broke two of these goddamn carafes, and that's the way a Catholic would say it, goddamn carafes, yeah, um, yeah. if you broke two of those in within a 24-hour period, it's because uh, God obviously is very clearly not wanting you to drink the shit. So, um, you know, and then you, you mentioned that you, um, you, okay, now you said something about um, not to be a douchebag. And, and I was thinking, okay, um, I was listening and I thought 51 ounces of, of uh, cold brew coffee you knew that to the exact ounce and I thought eh, that's, that's very left brain but doesn't make you a douchebag really, really doesn't no <laughs> well I'll that. explain that I'll um, explain that how realize, I know that realizing that ants uh, can, can crawl uh, upward to the roof that, that does not make you a douchebag at all it really doesn't um, you were uh, yeah. cl- clean, not cleaning up I guess you, you were not going to clean up after camera and I thought well no not a, not a douchebag there um, <laughs> the, the cat when you were making the cat freak out with yeah. the with the grind 
bartender, definitely not a douchebag. <laughs> you're, you're on board with that. No, I, I would be doing that every fucking yeah. day. Oh. Now. I would be doing that. Like I may times have. A day, I like, may have. I may have uh, done a little extra grinding when I realized. Yes, like, I would have been like, like that. Like yeah, get the fuck off the counter. You're always yes. on the fucking counter, and I'm making cold brew. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, yeah, all, none of those things. I was thinking. Yeah, um, the the <laughs> fact that you knew that there were different types of cold brew at Starbucks, and that you realized that the traditional is actually yesterday's standard coffee that they've just poured over ice. Oh, my God. I know. it's. Yeah. I've, I've, I've actually talked about this with Dunkin' Donuts. Same deal. It's bullshit. It's yes, been in it's, a fucking... Yeah. But, you know, none of those things make you a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to... Well, continue. Continue with douchebag, not a douchebag, because I like this game. No, I was just saying you not... <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board with this. Okay, when you got to the fact that you had two... Well, we'd already established. You had two cold brew, 51-ounce cold brew carafes, and you also have an espresso machine. Well, Then I, I said, boy, this guy's a <laughs> douchebag. Well, here's the thing with the espresso machine. The espresso machine is not mine. It belongs to my ex-wife. It was taking up room on her counter. She wasn't using it. It's um, it's a uh, Francis um, X1 espresso maker that we, we initially had got when we were living in London. It's like a, like a, um, a baby blue. It's really nice, good design. You know, I'll take a picture of it, tweet it out. Baby blue espresso machine. Yeah, listen, it's nice. Listen, douchebag. I know, I know, no, listen, I'm not trying to get. Look, I'm saying it was in here before I did the cold brew thing. I never used it, and it just looks nice on the counter. Okay? It looks nice on the counter, and I will do anything and everything to make sure that this pool house, which does not belong to me, does not look like or become a man cave because it's not mine, and I fucking hate man caves, and that would make me a douchebag. So that is to offset that side of douchebag. So I know there is a two extremes of the douchebag spectrum you've got man cave douchebag and you've got you know expensive espresso maker baby blue douchebag now i'm just wondering if can somebody could you self-identify if if you wanted to (laughs) as a douchebag because if you're not a douchebag even if you decided that you wanted to be because everybody well you're into the online dating world so you probably realize this everybody has some sort of an identity now that they like to lead with. They they want to tell somebody um, primarily what's it's it's like uh, everybody's got something something wrong with them, and if everybody has something wrong with them, then nobody's got anything wrong with them. I think it's it's kind of fallen into that category pretty soon, where um, you know people want to talk about um, their uh, I got my IBS, I got my A1C, I got my OIC, I've got my depression, I've got my ADHD. Uh, I've got anxiety. I'm a little bit on the spectrum. I've got uh, gender dysphoria. I've got. Uh, I'm an INTJ. You know, they got all the shit that they're trying to tell you about. Mm-hmm. I think maybe you can just say I'm a fucking douchebag. Well, I already have it. I'm. I, I already have it on. I'm looking at one of my dating profiles right now. Yeah. I'm a CMM. You're a CMM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, communistic. <laughs> a creative meandering misfit. Okay, I think uh-huh. I wouldn't. Be, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start self-identifying as Jackie Chan. Um, JC, like my initials. Yeah, Jackie Chan. You have to call me Jackie Chan. Jackie I'm Chan. I'm just gonna. Prefer, yeah, I'm gonna prefer that uh, people do that. All so. right, all right, Kylon. <laughs> Keep it coming, Kylon. Yeah, when I I'm the douchebag. You have a black name from a black barber. I'm with dreads. It, I'm due for. I'm due for a, a fresh cut, and so. Um, yeah, I should call. Yeah, I should call uh, uh, my man. My my my. I can't remember his barber, barber name. Um, uh, 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 Cedric. Cedric. Okay. Okay. All That's right. not just his barber name. It's right. his actual name. But Cedric the barber. Cedric. Yeah, Cedric the barber. Uh, I think I'm going to call, and instead of giving him Colin, which he thought was Kylon. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to when he asks, uh, yeah, who is this? And we make the appointment. I'm going to say Jackie Chan. <laughs> He's going to be like, what? Yeah, Jackie Chan, motherfucker. Write it down, oh. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, I don't know. Well, I I, I don't want to jump into this yet, but I want to uh, let's I want to table uh, Jackie Chan and and, Ced, and Cedric Chan. the barber for okay. a moment because I want to I want to ma- explain why I know that it's fifty one ounces. Okay. okay, so it's fifty one ounces because they were both broke, right? So I went online to find out, like, to, to see if I can replace it. Now I paid it's it's twenty nine ninety nine for these. It's a uh, prime primula. P-R-I-M-U-L-A cold brew coffee maker. And uh, so, and I got a little discount on it, so I have a 20% coupon from Bed Bath & Beyond, which I'm obsessed with. And uh, so like 25 bucks, 26 bucks. And then two of them. 
So, well, I didn't know that I was going to need a second replacement because if in, in, there's no universe where I would have believed that two of them would have broken within 18 hours. Um, and so I, I, I went online and I found another one that is only $14.99 at Target, same company. And I'm like, why is this one $14.99? And the one I got was $29.99. I was like, fuck. So I actually called the company today. They replaced my two carafts because I have all the other parts for it for $14.99. Really? And then I went to Target, but it's going to take four or five days. And it's free shipping. No tax, free shipping. And so then I went to Target tonight and got the other one that they have, which I believe is 52 ounces. So it's 52 ounces. And I wanted to compare. I'm like, what's the difference between these two? That's the only reason I know how many ounces they have is because I looked it up recently and I wanted to make sure that I was like that the one for fourteen ninety nine had the same amount because I you know I want to I and I've been making cold brew for some friends too and I was thinking about bottling it and maybe doing more and maybe sending it to you and experimenting more you know what I mean like I want to do something with it maybe I'll even put the unbecoming of age logo on it if you're cool with it fuck it I think you know? yeah we, we could do that well, we we'll have our own cold brew we can start so, our own cold brew that would yeah, be, yeah why not I mean yeah I'm a douchebag but if you like my co- and I've given it to people, coffee drinkers that have told me it's better than the cold brew that they pay four or five dollars for well a lot of it's old if you get it in the bottle you, know, you gotta figure that stuff you know, did you hear that fresh. I heard Sorry. something yeah uh, sure. I, they think the cats are being assholes they know mm-hmm. I'm talking about we don't mind if you just <sighs> turn turn on the grinder right now just get rid of it <laughs> Get rid of the cat. If you know what, if I had a wireless mic, I would fucking do it right now. Yeah, just uh, send and, them, send them scattering. But one thing I wouldn't do is yell like I did last night. Like I am so happy that my security camera wasn't on and that it didn't have a um, a um, micro SD card in there, um, and that I didn't did, do not have a recording of that yelling and and anger. Yeah. It, it mean it scared the fuck out of me to tell you the truth. You you lost it. You completely. I lost it. I, and then I was much better today with Kylie than I was last night. And I know it had nothing to do with the cold brew. Like not really. You know, I'll get another one. So well, it's douchebag syndrome. You just had yeah, kind yeah. of a moment there. You know, and it's okay. Right, so. We we have. It's good to show some emotion now, man. I think because we, I just wanted to feel something maybe, and then and then I yeah. wanted to come down, but it was high, yeah. way high yeah, extremes. We've got kind of a the, – the world has kind of dumbed down lately, I think. Everybody's – you know, there's a lot of people walking around. They're taking Xanax, and they're taking this, that, and the other thing. And, and uh, you know, we've got this uh, kind of uh, basic sort of uh, corporate landscape out there where nobody's got a high, nobody's got a low. It's, it's unpopular now uh, to have any sort of an opinion on anything, um, especially for the, the younger – you know, the kids. We were talking about that, um, the uh, difference of generations on the last show. You were saying that, okay, I was talking to telling the drug story, and then it got, made some people uncomfortable. And so we've got these, these people now that, um, I don't know, people don't realize, and we should, we should tell kids this uh, we should tell everybody this like and make it make it a point to let him let them know that you die at the end motherfucker and <laughs> you might as well might as well just live live a little bit just have some fun with it just uh go if you got a flip phone i think what you should do is is uh, just get rid of it and go full-on uh, mint green case with a brand new uh, smartphone one of those big ass uh finger rings on it and uh, just walk around and flaunt that shit i think it's yeah just be a baller just be like yo my my name i'm kylon i got a podcast that's my boy cedric over there i got a big ass motherfucking phone i listen to ad music on youtube yeah (laughs) did you hear about this ad music uh yeah you were talking about a little bit and i yeah heard of some something basically like that but i don't know i don't know i think it's just i think it's some version of 3d audio and there's a company that has the trademark 8d music and they've put a bunch of uh songs on youtube uh looks like a bunch of them have uh one million um uh, views listens and that uh, I listened to Juice World. So essentially what it seems like it is, it's a, some sort of binaural, like sort of, I don't know if the microphones replicate your ear in, an, in a room. So you have to listen with headphones. I listened to Juice World, Lucid Dream, and uh, Feel Good Incorporated by, um, by uh, the uh, Gorillas. And uh, you know what it, it sounds like to me? It's, and I was using my AirPods, so not the best headphones for it. But I, it sounded as if you, were, you went into a small venue 
that as, as you know as few as like 150 people to you know up to like 1200 people and they were rehearsing before anyone got there right mm-hmm. like you walk in there it still smells like beer from on the floor from the night before and right. cleaning supplies and then they're just sort of rehearsing and you're in there like it doesn't necessarily sound good but it's fascinating. Like I, I, uh, I just give it a try. I mean, I think it's my my son Cameron, who's sixteen, told me about it, and and I'm sure that it's not even cool anymore. It's not even cool to say cool. So what do I know? But it's dope. I, it's, <laughs> that's right. I think is that, is that sick. I'm, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so I want to know how to make it because I'd love to take the uh, impo- Impossible's um, theme song that we use, right, and and try it. Well, like they, there's one of that. You songs. take a standard recording and then you um, you put it yeah. inside a 51 ounce cold <laughs> brew carafe. That's right. That's right. Press and then your cat and, and daughter yeah. fucking knock it over and ruin yeah. 8D music for everyone. Yes, awesome. exactly. So, are you familiar with uh, with a lawn lawn jockey? Do you know what a lawn jockey is? Do you know what that? Yeah, is? Yeah, of course I know what a lawn jockey is. Yeah, it's racist. That's what it is. It is. It's a fucking racist fucking ass. Yeah, I know what a lawn jockey is. Yeah, it's a little dude with a lantern who's a, a jockey and he's holding a lantern. Okay, so um, right, that is true, and, and there are various okay. sizes of these things. Uh, I've mm-hmm. discovered this this week because um, we ran into one that was uh, somebody was trying to get rid of, and uh, I was uh, like, yeah, let me look at it. I, I, I thought it might have some sort of value. I'm not sure that it does, but it's. Uh, so I, I, we went and got it, and uh, it it is a little black man. It's uh, about. Uh, about four feet tall this thing's pretty good size and um, the one that we've got is four feet tall that's ginormous yeah it's over it's past my waist high and uh, it was super heavy this one's made out of uh, like concrete and uh, I know they make them out of cast iron so I'm not sure exactly how old this is but um, got it home the kids were freaking out because of what you just said it's it's racist he's a little black dude that's he's a jockey but um I'm like, is it really racist? <laughs> I don't know, because, um, and then I look on the uh, on the you know like you know, eBay and places like that, and there's a million of them for sale. And there's also um, there's a lot of people that collect uh, the collect the black stuff, you know, the, the whatever. There's, there's yeah, yeah, the, mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't know what the, there's yeah. a name for it. I suppose I don't know, uh, and maybe it is racist. I I don't know, but what we're talking about doing is. Um, um, I think we're going to go, uh, we're going to Sammy Sosa him up a little bit here. You know what Sammy Sosa did? Sammy. Uh, yeah, he lightened his skin. Lightened his skin. So we're going to do, yeah. A little gonna bit. Do, yeah, we're going to do the Sammy thing on him. Actually, we're going to go full on probably uh, Caucasian and uh, give him a repaint uh, on the, on, yeah. Get rid of the, uh, the, so that nobody goes there with that. And so uh, Rachel, she's got uh, pretty good artistic skills. She's just said she's going to paint a little Nike swoosh on his cap and, uh, we're gonna whiten him up and put some freckles on his nose and maybe a little, who knows, maybe ginger, a little red hair sticking out from underneath it and whatever. But uh, yeah, he's gonna get a new paint job. So we're gonna have a uh, formerly known as uh, somebody, I don't know, Sammy Sosa, lawn jockey. Now he's gonna be a white guy. So is that reverse racism? We're gonna we're gonna use white face over the over the thing that was originally black. I, you know, I was just talking about reverse racism. I don't like reverse racism. It's just racism. Racism is racism. It's racism. That's it. No, it's reverse racism. Fuck that shit. I don't like the idea that I'm racist and you can't be racist because you're a different race. Fuck that shit. I'm not cool. I'm not down with that. But with no, that? that's not racist, and that's awesome. I love like, uh, you know what? I think that you and I should start calling each other honky. <laughs> <laughs> Every day we should yo, what's up, honky? Or we yeah, just no. we can drop the Y and go honk. That was, honk. Of, that was one of the best uh, moments I think ever in the uh, with uh, what's the movie uh, with uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder when they were uh, in the prison. Do you remember that movie? Oh yeah, Stir Crazy. I love that movie. Stir Crazy. Jive yeah. Turkey. No, I don't. I don't remember, but I I do love it. Yeah, he's like, I, does he use the N word? I'm not even sure, but he he, he has he, to. Come on, yeah. it's Richard Pryor in like the late seventies. Well, I think though. No, like th- 80, 81, whatever. Yeah, but they're they're trying to act like they're crazy, and, and uh, he's I think he does. Uh, the Gene Wilder character uh, uses the N word uh, with you know, in in reference to. Uh, to uh, Richard Pryor, and then he goes into the honky, and then he does it again. He goes dead honky. It was pretty funny, but uh, as Richard Pryor could, you know, he's on. Yeah, there were two movies that they did together: Silver Streak and Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy, much better as I remember it, but I haven't seen either in a long time. 
Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Eh, I probably have seen it more than once, but it's it's been quite some time. So um, you didn't kill didn't kill uh, Kylie for no no I didn't kill her. I mean I don't know you know she's I think she came around. We'll see how long it lasts. But you got the stink eye and. That's kind of the way it goes, though. We're going through a lot of that now, where it's the uh, it's gone cycles. You go in cycles, and and you know it's like uh, teenage kids are just by nature they're just shitty. They they're shitty and they lie. <laughs> I mean, they, maybe at the core of their nature, they're good people, and they're they're. I think they're formed is what the problem is by probably uh, you know as far as. Whether somebody's going to be a good person or a bad person, or whether they're going to be, uh, I think, even successful later on as an adult, um, there's a lot of things that go on that have already formed probably by 10 or 12 years old. It's already there. It's 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 stamped in. It's it's um, it's it's as good as it's going to get from that point forward. And so all you're doing from that point forward as a parent is really you're trying to keep them from getting killed, killing somebody else trying to make uh, decisions that'll affect their life in a, in a, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, somebody getting pregnant or, or getting somebody pregnant or something. You're just trying to avoid those big, huge potholes and everything else is just, I know middle school is, it's just a Harry Potter book. It's all it is. It, you know, when they're in middle school, it's just this sorting ceremony. You know, it's like, uh, there's three years of Harry Potter sorting that goes on where, which team are you on? I'm on Gryffindor. I'm Slytherin. You know, that's really how it turns out. But yeah, for the most part, you just got to try to keep your cool and try to, uh, you know, try to realize when there's a, uh, a golden moment where you can do some uh, some actual parenting and where the uh, other times where you probably should just, you know, shut up and leave the room and other times where you just need to lose your fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know that I needed to lose my shit. You know, I mean, I, if... If the cat had not knocked over the 51-ounce uh, tall boy carafe, I'm not sure that I would have been upset the second time and as angry as I was, but somewhere in between. But I think I needed to have that moment with her for other reasons, and for myself as well, to hear myself talk to her and like I'm talking to myself, because maybe I'll I'll do some, but uh, and grow from it. But I, I wanted to talk about this this long jockey thing because I just I googled it right and and yeah. uh, and uh, first of all, if, if you just Google this was without quotes, long jockey. Okay. And the sponsored result, see long jockey, the one to the top left right now, and this will change probably. Black lawn jockey statue historical. $999.99 eBay. Oh, I saw that. And then the one next to it, right here. This is sponsored. Black Watermelon Boy statue, best color, $37.01. What? <laughs> yeah, I might buy that one, actually. Uh, Hold on. Let me see if I can buy it now. I hit Lawn Jockey and just went images. And they've got some, see, there's most well, of them are black, but there's, they've, somebody's been painted. Yeah. So there, and, and I, I remember reading this. There was something. It was an underground railroad communication tool, apparently. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They someone claims that they were they were using the days of the underground railroad to guide escaping slaves to freedom. Well, so right. So if that is true, it's like the opposite of racist. I think maybe, like that's actually they're yeah. racist. That's awesome. We should start using them again. So the I don't know where we're going to go. This is not just for African, American, black, whatever. This is for everyone that just wants to, let's start over. Come on. Let's we'll just start lawn jockeys out. We'll let people know that we're cool by having lawn jockeys. There's a, there's a restaurant in New York City called the 21 Club in Midtown Manhattan, mm -hmm. and they have 21 lawn jockeys. They're all white, though, right outside the restaurant. Pretty, pretty looking restaurant. I've never eaten there, though. The 21 lawn jockeys. I just see an exact copy of the one that we've got, which uh, is uh, down in the second row, and it is uh, says it's antique, 44 inches tall, black Americana concrete yard ornament. Are you looking on the phone or the computer? On the computer. I'm looking at oh, the okay. second row down in the. Uh, yeah. It's got a green base and uh, looks like it looks. Yeah, it's the exact same thing as ours. So I don't know. It doesn't show the value here. This is under Black Americana collectibles. So yeah, I don't think I'm going to start collecting Black Americana. We're going to turn them into uh, yeah, white face. I think. Wow, lawn jockey Halloween costumes. I don't. I'm not going to click on that and look further. That looks racist. I don't know. I'm I just see not. one here that I think this is a. 
There's a picture of a guy that's got a using it for yeah for a Halloween costume, but I think he is black. I think he's black and he's got blacker black face and uh, red more red around his lips. But they, they did a really good job of that. <laughs> Whoever the dude is, looks white. Yeah, I think I'm I mean, looking at the same one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never. Um, I've never had one. I, I see them around. Uh, I rarely see the black ones. I, I usually see the white ones. Um, but I've never, I don't think I've ever talked to anyone that has one or been like, hey, what's that about, you know? And, no, uh, I mean, they, there's uh, something cool about it, but I never really thought about it until recently. I think I heard a story on NPR while drinking 51 ounces of cold brew. Yeah, um, yeah. Some yeah. of these, I, when I'm looking through these pictures, there's some that are <laughs> look more um, uh, more derogatory than, than other ones, I guess, put it that way. Some some look like a respectable, you know, sort of, uh, looks like, you know, somebody might have been a jockey that's, uh, you know, well-dressed. Some look a little more like somebody was trying to make a statement that wasn't positive, I guess, would be the way I would put that. But, yeah, we've got that happening. And the kids, yeah, the kids, like I said, they were freaking out. But, oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> what do we got there? All right. <laughs> that was us. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. There was a reason for it. Yeah, so the uh, kids, they didn't know what to think. They, they were just like, you know, you've got to destroy that. It's, uh, you know, you, you can't have that anywhere. It's like it was a Confederate monument. We needed to take it down and move it somewhere. Now, these are these are your daughters? Yeah. Both yeah, of them? Yeah. So, yeah, they were they were freaking out. But, uh, you know, I look at kids and I, I realize uh, kids can't, I mean, there's a whole generation of people that have come up now, they can't even drive a stick. You know, they, they, you'd be put them in a car with a, with a four-speed in it and you could say there's a beautiful mustang outside right now it's a 19 pick your year 67 mustang fastback sitting outside in the driveway right now go ahead and take it for a spin they couldn't do it even if they had a license because they can't drive a fucking stick nobody knows how they uh haven't been smoked around when you know when relatives used to show up at my house it just smelled like cigars and you know there's a bunch of people smoking and, and, and now everybody's everybody's offended by everything like that we've got uh i don't know we've we, we got a we've got a generation that they, they don't know what to they don't they can't tell jokes there's just nothing going on there I, see i i i told i wholly disagree because have you heard a joke as a kid ever okay has a kid ever told you a joke or has anybody for that matter any human told a joke to you in the last 10 years or yes Really? Yes. So I don't yes, know. absolutely. I, it's yes. very rare. Very rare. I hate jokes, personally. I well, hate those types of jokes. But <laughs> in, in some, I, there are very few. I have like a handful. But the guy that I used to work for was uh, Scottish. He's uh, in his mid to late 50s, I think. Um, he, he's, he's told me jokes that were pretty good and pretty decent delivery. But as a rule, I don't like joke jokes. He's Scottish, though. I mean. Yeah. But, am I, but my son. But memes are jokes. Whether we not, like them or not, but they're not where somebody walks up like okay, and when the look, if you went back to whatever when the internet started first became a big thing when when people started using email a lot, prior to that there was a period in in the world up and up until that period where people would you would get together at a party or there would be a bunch of people around there was always somebody telling jokes and it might be a, a joke circle kind of thing where people were you know going around and, and taking turns telling jokes a lot of times. Then what happened is people started emailing jokes. And for a very short, I remember for a very short period of time, I thought that was kind of funny because people would send, they'd get a joke and they would email it to, you know, everybody that they, they had an email address for. It would go out to everybody. And sometimes that was funny. You know, read them, read through it. And it was kind of sometimes long, whatever. Um, and they were the type of jokes that you couldn't get about, you couldn't get away with telling now usually because there's a lot of you know uh, probably a lot of it was maybe not racist jokes but a lot of ethnicity involved a lot of you know, you know there's an Irishman and a blah 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 those kind of jokes um, a priest and a rabbi and a warlock or whatever the, the kind of jokes you can't tell anymore but they, they, there was a period of time where people sent those out in, in email form and after that became the thing people for the most part I think just quit walking up and talking to somebody and going, hey, did you hear about Bill Clinton and blah, 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 blah? Um, and you knew sometimes, oh shit, this guy's gonna tell me a joke, oh my God. And sometimes, you know, it was, yeah, sometimes it was funny, sometimes it wasn't. But that went away, where people started doing that. And I, for me personally, I have not been in a social situation in a good number of years where anybody, Scottish or otherwise, has walked up and said, 
did you hear the one about or whatever or just launch into a joke and start telling a joke and most of the stuff that you would tell a joke about now I don't I, I don't know what what subject material you could use that wouldn't piss somebody off I don't know. I, f- I found a bunch of Polish jokes online here. So you can't use those anymore. They Polish jokes. The, yeah. We could use them on the show, actually. <laughs> Free Music Archive. Harry Fishpie. Polish jokes. July 17, 2017. Jonah put this record together around 2004. It's all him. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I think we should play this. Maybe, you know what? We have our one-year anniversary coming up. This is show 80. We have our one-year anniversary coming up on the 24th of August. That yes. was our first show. It was August 24th, 2017. Uh, maybe we take a little bit of break and we just play. Uh, it's free music archive. We'll just promote it. And we'll just, just do how do we, Polish jokes. Do we, it's just a free, yeah, Harry Fishpie. Polish jokes. Harry Fishpie. <laughs> maybe that should people, just be a special episode. I remember people telling those, hey, a Polak and a Polak. It was always a Polak. The Polak jokes were a big thing yeah. For, yeah, for a long yeah. time. They go to the pearly gates. They uh, see, uh, is it St. Peter? And, uh, there's a lot of, yeah. And then, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. Yeah, those St. Peter, yeah. Yeah, those, there was yeah, a ton of those. You, they died, three died, and or usually there's three of them in the joke somehow. Died yeah. into hell. I mean, there's a, I'm, I hate jokes. I don't remember them, but there was a joke that the Scottish guy told me, and I, the whole thing was like, uh, hey, I'd be like, hey, Colin, uh, I'm having a party. You know, you want to come over? And they, oh, yeah, yeah. Who's going to be there? I'd be like, no, no, you know, and, what, 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 I, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I've, I've asked a bunch of people. You know, but then I, I'm fucking up the joke. See, this is how much I hate jokes. I suck at jokes. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I can be funny and tell stories and do this thing, but I can't tell jokes. But the thing is, is like, you say, what, 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 what kind of party? What are you going to be doing? I don't know. You know, we're going to be shooting and uh, gonna be shooting and fucking and drinking. And then you say, who's going to be there? Just going to be you and me. So that's it. You build up this whole thing where it's not really, it's just me and you, but they're shooting and fucking, you know, <laughs> and that's it. So, I, but I, I, I do like the joke, but it, it takes a lot more build up, and I don't want to do the work to get there, and I don't remember it, you know. We used to, <laughs> for, for, for people like you that can't remember the whole joke, when I was mm-hmm. uh, working on radio, uh, I had a little uh, thing that we did, and I think we did it once a week, uh, probably. I don't know. Anyway, we uh, called it um, Punchline, like Punchline Friday or something like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, all you would tell is the punchline of the joke. And oh, yeah, I love those. Yeah. yeah. So somebody, they call and go, Kermit's finger, <laughs> or, or the back end slam shut, you know, stuff like that. And I just hearing the, just hearing the punchline sometimes was pretty funny. It was enough, you know, because, yeah. This actually came up recently. I heard this, uh, and I don't know where I heard it, but it was like, uh, "What do you call a what do you call a deer with no eyes?" I don't know. What do you call a deer with no you eyes? Yeah. What do you call a deer? No, I don't no know. Eyes. No idea. What do you call a deer? A deer <laughs> with no eyes and no legs. I uh, give up. Still no idea. <laughs> what do you call a deer with no eyes, no legs, and no dick? Um, not sure. Still no fucking idea. I think there's even more to it. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, I want to know who crafted that joke. Who came up with that nonsense? Pretty decent. <laughs> who did that? What kind of crazy person? What? Uh, yeah. So they always used to say that the jokes, and this might have been, uh, might have been true, but they used to always say that all the jokes were written by guys in prison. Because that's all they had. They, they just sat there all day. They had nothing else to do, so they would write jokes. <laughs> I'm like thinking, eh, I don't know. There's there's stranger concepts. Uh, it's kind of like if now there's a lot of yeah. You, know, you talk about okay, the the meme thing. You know, somebody walks up and sends you a meme, or they walk up and hold their phone up. Hey, look at this. Uh, you know, that's that's what we do now instead of telling jokes. Um, there's a lot of Twitter comedians, you know, the stuff on there that actually is pretty funny if you follow the right people. But um, just getting back to the fact that we there's a very introverted side of of the world now that I think is uh, is unfortunate. I think we need to, we need more Jackie the Joke Man. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hate. I honestly, <laughs> I so don't like as much as I liked Stern over the years when Billy West was on the show. The guy who did the the voice, uh, uh, you know, on the voices on Ren and Stimpy, still does voices. He was great. Like he would do like Marge Shot, the racist owner of the Cincinnati Reds, the racist yeah. one from Boston. He was great. Jackie the Joke Man. It was just I could <laughs> I don't I mean like how you made a career telling joke jokes, joke jokes. on stage, joke bad. jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, but yeah, no. I, I maybe there's a, a niche here. Maybe my son should do it. Just get him a joke book. 
become the new joke guy. Yeah, yeah. why not? So, you know, there's open mics everywhere now. You can go uh, just try to do his, do his five minutes and just do jokes. I wonder how <laughs> that kind of thing now with, uh, you know, it would be so weird to hear somebody do that. I wonder if anybody would throw things at them or if they think it was uh, somehow, they, you know, I don't know. Okay, like Mitch Hedberg. Joke after joke, boom, 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 one liner, one liner. Mm-hmm. You know. He was funny, but they I, were, love, was, I love Mitch Hedberg. It was I weird stuff, but yeah, he was definitely funny. Yeah, I mean, he was like the new generation Stephen Wright in the sense that he just rapid fire jokes, very original. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was great. Yeah, if you want to eat a lot of something, oh no, wait, what was the? See, I was being bad at telling jokes. He would say, uh, if you're really hungry and you want to eat like two thousand of something, eat a bowl of rice. <laughs> Stuff like that. That was a bad version of it. Yeah, you know, no, like Stephen Wright has a joke. I don't remember a lot of jokes that comedians tell, but he has one. It's like, I put spot remover on my dog. Now he's gone. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> like, stay. That's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, but it's so good. It's like you're like because some both Mitch Hedberg and Stephen Wright jokes they don't always hit you right away. So he's, they've got these somewhat rapid-fire jokes, but it may take you a little bit of a delay to get the last one. So you're, you're having, like, one laugh roll into another, and it's just this very strange. You don't have a lot of comedians like that. I, I'm, as we're talking about this, I'm, trying to, I'm thinking of, uh, of, like, Tori's friends, and I'm trying to think if any of the one of them could possibly do anything like that. I, I just I can't see any of, any of them looking up from their phone long enough to re- even realize what you're saying. It's like, you want to tell a joke? It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, okay, so I, I, for, the, for the next show, why don't we, um, you ask um, ask the girls if they know any jokes and have them tell you the joke. I may, even, I may even ask my children to record a joke for me. Like, I just go walk right up to them, put the camera on them. I'm like, Cameron, yeah, you know any jokes? And then have them tell a joke. I'm concerned that if Cameron tells a joke, it's going to be awful, racist, and then I want to know where it came from. <laughs> um, how do you know that joke? Do you remember it? Because I don't remember telling jokes to the kids when they were little. I don't think remember reading a joke book or anything like that. But I remember as a kid being at like relatives' house, and you know, in in the bathroom, you'd have um, books and magazines and a lot of joke books. Yeah. So I remember yeah. reading that. Like there was one book, like late night party jokes or whatever. It might have been put out by Playboy or something. Like all kinds of stuff like that. But I don't know. We don't have that and anymore. We have their phone. We had to come up with some kind of a device that um, just, uh, you know, the, the, the joke. You, uh, maybe maybe it's an app because you wouldn't want to make it. Well, I'm, I bet you there's an app. I guarantee there's okay. an app. I, yeah. I, I mean, I've had, like, some of those, like, back in the um, early 2000s, those little boxes that would laugh and do things and then sometimes maybe tell jokes or say something offensive. Right. Yeah. I don't know what happened to them, though. There's got to be an app. You're right. The joke app. I just uh, Googled the joke app. But, um Best joke apps for iOS. Actually, there are some. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I figured, yeah. figured there had to be such a thing because joke yeah. of the day, joke of the day. Let's get joke of the day. Yeah, we oh, had, it's ninety nine cents. Fuck you. So, um, apps that are bringing back old things. Uh, we were uh, my granddaughter was over and uh, yesterday she was uh, actually over again today, but I didn't see her. But anyway, um, there's an app that you can get that has uh it's like to get little kids you know chill and calm down that sort of thing take a nap or whatever um and there's ones that play you know like uh, you know soothing ocean sounds and you know all sorts of stuff like that but there's another one that uh, we found that has like the old school nursery rhymes with uh the uh you know are you sleeping are you sleeping uh and she was like thinking that was the coolest thing in the world and after i'd heard that Brother John, Brother John. I heard it like 4,000 mm-hmm. times. I wanted to kill the phone. I just wanted to stomp on the phone. I just wanted to, I just Brother John, I wanted to, human traffic, Brother John. I wanted him out of here. I wanted to get rid of him. Just, I wanted to sell him off to somebody. What are the, what, human trafficking? What Are you you hearing a lot about that where you're at? Is, he, is that a big thing out there in New Jersey? Human trafficking? Um, I not I haven't heard anything directly about it. I think I would have heard about it, uh, but no, no human trafficking as far as I mean. I'm not saying it's not happening. It's been big news here in, in Iowa because we had a, um, a girl, a woman, a 19 year old um, college student, 
from the University of Iowa that uh, just basically disappeared. She went out for a, a run, and uh, they don't know where she's at. This has been a couple weeks now. There's a, I think the last time I saw, they had the reward for her uh, evidence or a- anything uh, about her whereabouts. Um, I think the reward was up to like $350,000 looking for her. And uh, so it's, it's been a big thing. And they keep talking now about... Um, you know, it could be something involving human trafficking. And so I was like looking at this human, tra- for, okay, I think that's a, I don't, I don't like the name. I don't like the branding involved with human trafficking. I think somebody at an ad agency somewhere, somebody that's, I don't know, brighter than me, which would be uh, anybody at an ad agency, I think, but um, something something different. We need, to, we need a different name than human trafficking. And, and as I'm, because I'm thinking of like, you know, what does it have to do with trafficking? It just sounds so, you know, like red lights and road rage and slow drivers. And I, I, I don't, it doesn't make me feel scared or afraid, scared. It doesn't make me feel like, um, I don't know, if they're trying to paint a picture here, I, I'm not getting it. And so when this has been going on, they've been talking about this human traffic, trafficking thing a lot. I uh, started reading up on it a little bit, and I found out that the actually the people that are actually in the sex trade, people that are actually making money for sex, sex mm-hmm. trade workers, are kind of up in arms right now about um, they don't like the term either, sex trafficking, and the idea that human trafficking, or, or they, they don't want it pulled into their profession. Uh, yes. yes. They, 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 no, they, I understand that actually. There's, it's, it becomes sex workers are. It's like a legitimate thing, and then like in the sense that you know, there's a market for it. People do it, and like even with you have Backpage go off. Like that Backpage was a safer place for them to do the thing that they do, right? And that was so, illegal somehow. Something Trump signed that. Uh, no, nah, I don't remember. I don't know the, what the bill was, but yeah, they, they it was illegal. There's a site called I've never used it. What's your price? And essentially, guys can offer women. It's like a dating app, except that there doesn't have to be an exchange of sex or anything. But the guy will pay the woman for a date and then pay to take her out with the hopes that it will become more than that, right? I would imagine wealthy guys. And I think that that site was blocked as well. Uh, Craigslist didn't do this, but Backpage did. So I do understand the point of view of the sex workers. I I think that's legit. You know? yes. Now, human trafficking, I don't know. That's a whole other thing. I mean, I, Well, the majority uh, of that is supposed to, I mean, as I understand it, as I'm reading about it, for the most part, what they're talking about is people that are, you know, um, they're, they're kidnapped and, and drugged. Against and, their will. Against their like will. They, they might become a sex worker against their will. Yes. They, they're someplace where they got in a position where somebody grabbed them, gave them a bunch of drugs, got them strung out somehow, and now is holding them against their will. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that Where's, sort of thing. Right. Where if, if, if there's a, a woman who's a dominatrix and she's using this thing and, like, she's choosing to do this thing, right? It's a very different thing. Yes. And so, yeah, they don't want the two conflated as, as a... Yeah. yeah. You, 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 yeah. It, it, a true dominatrix, I don't know if anyone can make them be a dominatrix because they're a dominatrix. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, yeah. Do you, are you born a dominatrix or is that something? Is it a learned skill? Is it something? Uh, I, I don't know. I think uh, are there there could be classes, community college uh, dominatrix classes or something. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that world. It doesn't. It, I don't I don't get it. It's not for me as far as I know. I haven't tried it. It's hard to drink a cold brew with a ball gag in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. So, yeah. But yeah, I hope that the the uh, what's her name Molly something or other the person from Iowa that was oh was her nice. name is Molly. Uh, so, but do they know much about it? And like, um, okay, they uh, they have had a couple of suspects that they have uh, I guess questioned, uh, and one of them is a local dude that's a farmer that um, apparently has had a history of harassment of women. And uh, I think he was like the prime suspect. They've questioned him a bunch of times, searched his farm. Uh, happens to be a, uh, a pig farm. And so uh, we've all seen some sort of scary movie or a TV show somewhere where somebody gets, uh, gets off and they get fed to the pigs, uh, which I guess is a real thing that uh, if uh, somebody, you know, if they had somebody wanted to dispose of a body, and I'm not saying that's what happened, but uh, 
anyway, they, they do have a, a suspect, and they've uh, unfortunately where she um, where she lives, it's right next to Interstate 80, and there's uh, there's the possible you know idea that somebody, some truck driver, or somebody on Interstate 80 somehow, you know, some over the road guy that's all over the country, uh, you know, could have potentially had something to do with it. But they've mm-hmm. they've narrowed down. Uh, they say that they have five areas that um, as they're searching or they're gathering information five of these areas that they want to concentrate on and uh, a couple of them are farm locations so I don't know they're they're throwing bits and pieces of information out but uh, but that's I guess as uh, as much information as as they're they're sharing at this point but yeah her name's Molly Tibbetts and yeah, 19 years old, and uh, the current current reward uh, for a uh, reward for her safe return has topped three hundred and sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Looking for tips, so wow. yeah. yeah. There, there was a murder. There was a murder here, not in my town, but in like four towns north of me, a town called Keyport. And I actually was driving a, a passenger, uh, and he had told me about it. I was driving him to his medical appointment, and. Uh, Apparently he was in town that night before, and I uh, drove by these apart this apartment complex, and there was like yellow police line, do not cross the whole thing. There were cops, detectives, and and um, I looked it up, and it was a 20 year old kid who was uh, shot and killed. And it seems that it's not an isolated that it is an isolated incident, right? I don't think there's anyone in the town just shooting people up. That uh, and and then it, I, it turns out that my friend who lives in that town, her son went to high school with that kid and played football on the football team with him, and um, it's just sad. And she she even told me that the the kids the kids father died of cancer last month, and now he was shot and killed. And I, and and then her son, of course, this is all anecdotal, uh, you know, like second, third, fourth, fifth inf- hand information is that. Uh, that the kid's girlfriend may have known something about it and some other kids may know things about it. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, in some ways I'm relieved that in this town that uh, it w- is possibly an isolated incident, you know, because we, we haven't had that kind of thing down where I live where someone's just shooting people up. Yeah, and they're not gonna. Even if somebody knows, they're they're not saying anything. You know, snitches. No. You know what they say about uh, snitches? Get know. bitches. Snitches get bitches. Stitches. Stitches. Right. No, snitches become bitches in well, that, prison. Is yeah. what happened. Well, that's. I'm sure they. I saw some dude the other day. That was probably about. I'm guessing about 50 years old. He was a big dude, um, and uh, I'm trying to remember what his shirt said. It said something about. Um, um, it wasn't snitches, but it had something, some kind of a saying on it that um, said that they take baseball bats. It said, um, don't fear, in front of his shirt said, um, don't fear me, fear the people I represent. And then on the back, it said something about, um, in reference to snitches getting beat up with baseball bats. And uh, the dude, like I said, he was like 50 years old. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> He was somewhat tattooed, but I was like thinking, you know, what? I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, he watched Sons of Anarchy one too many times. Maybe he just got out of prison. I don't know. But he, the, the shirt was new, too. It was like something that had just looked like he had just bought, and he was very proud of the fact <laughs> he was telling you to not rat on him. Rats. Oh, that's what it said. If you're ratting, we'll be batting. <laughs> B-A-T-T-I-N-G. And there was a picture of a guy holding a baseball bat. If you're but, ratting. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what it it's was. Like, like, that guy got that shirt, and it's 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 really it's really for a small segment of the population or someone that he knows or personal experience, or maybe that's just his mantra. You know, if you're right, he <laughs> also makes that shirt. I know, and he had a big, uh, he had a big, uh, you know, like when people wear those truckers' uh, wallets with that have the chain. He had the chain was like a full size, you know, big ass chain that he had off his belt. Like a, I don't know if it was connected to anything, but. Yeah, it was like a, a weapon. It was there in case he needed to throw down at the grocery store <laughs> as he was buying produce at 10 o'clock in the morning. He was like, all right, you're really a tough dude. Whatever. Just want to tell him you die at the end, motherfucker. Anyway, that's the way it goes. Uh, here in town now, we have, uh, there's the pushes on, I've noticed, for uh, the legalization now of uh, marijuana. Uh, the first in Iowa medical marijuana 
producing facility is going to be uh, opening here in town. Now, they still haven't really figured out uh, what they're going to make legal. It sounds like just CBD stuff at first, mm-hmm. and there's only like two or three things that you're going to be eligible for with it. But the uh, the company that that owns this uh, this uh, CBD facil- facility or marijuana facility apparently has them in other states, and I saw a picture of the of the guy, the CEO that's running the place, and he looked very, just very normal looking. He just looked like a, uh, any 45-year-old businessman that's you know working for a CEO type thing from a bigger company. Um, he, he, although they were selling, they've got these shirts, and I thought these were great. I got to get one of these. And it says, Iowana, so I, so Iowa with wana, so Iowana marijuana. <laughs> Iowana marijuana and it was with a slow going it's oh man it's like that is that's good that's good i want marijuana and uh they're gonna sell those in a big way because we go to the state fair and eat food we eat a lot of shitty food at the state fair i tell you about the state fair food you you didn't tell me about the food you told me you were going and then you sent me a couple of pictures which i haven't i did look at but yeah yeah, a lot of chickens yeah a lot of chickens and uh, a lot of people it's it's uh the iowa state fair is a big deal all these state fairs try to they they try to outdo each other with a food thing but uh, the stuff that i saw that was uh man it's like pretty amazing was um they had this place that the uh iowa pork producers um they have they've been known for years of doing this pork chop on a stick thing and it's a full-size pork chop that you get on a stick but that i've seen that before i've had it you know it's it's just a pork chop it's it's good it's it's but it's not special in today's world but uh they had this uh it was like a foot-long stick like you know you get meat on a stick but this was a uh, foot-long piece of uh i I think it was like uh it was pork it was like big thick bacon i don't know if it's like that um pork belly yeah yeah, i think it was pork belly and then they take this pork belly and it's been smoked and they caramelize it like with brown sugar and uh, it's oh, it's like chewy, but it was sweet and it was tangy, and it just kind of melted in your mouth. It was just this big hunk of pork fat. It was just amazing. <laughs> I, I there's uh, pork belly. I've had some good pork belly. Pork that's belly. That's the first. That's one of the first times I really wanted to eat meat in a long time. They had uh, uh, the, these uh, th- these egg rolls that I got that were. Um, they had apple inside the egg rolls that uh, were quite mm-hmm. amazing too. Those, you, you would have eaten those, I'm sure, because I don't think there was any kind of meat going on there. But yeah, that was good. I'm real hungry now. I want to eat. Then I had a burger, another burger later in the day, and that had more. I guess, another thing about it, that had uh, uh, like a pork belly thing on it too, and um, so it had uh, it had bacon uh, pulled. It was like pulled pork. It had candied bacon burger half pound burger i think it was and then it had um a brioche bun with coleslaw this thing was huge it was so good it was like oh man it was amazing sounds sounds really i had like four thousand calories that day probably or or more but and uh, you're still like slimmer than me i've been running just been doing fat and doughy i've been doing some running the only way you're gonna get over the doughy is uh well don't eat doughy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but right, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get some cardio. How's how's that like going? You've been smoking, yeah, been smoking the cigarettes. How's this? No, I don't smoke the cigarettes. Oh, I, I mean, I do. I sound like I do right now. But it, I, well, I remember at one point, not that long ago, you said something about smoking a cigarette. I, I was thinking you were uh, had. I know you did, not mm. that long ago. When's the last cigarette you had? Let me put it that way. Um, maybe eight days ago because i was driving one of the other driver's car and he had one parliament cigarette i used to smoke parliament i used to smoke parliament cigarettes it was there and it was just like smoke me smoke me those ones with the plastic filter parliament no it's not the plastic it it, but it's got a recess filter it's really good to put your coke in and then snort it right out of that recess filter i've never done that okay so you just you had a weak moment you had to smoke that one just parliament was right there yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I did. I did right here behind the pool house, and I don't recall enjoying it. Yeah, we were having this discussion uh, last night, Rachel and I, about how you know. Well, okay, so um, the person that we got the uh, the lawn or- ornament from has a uh, the racist, the racist, the racist, racist, racist gift giver. Yeah, the, uh, 
they they had just purchased this house. Uh, it was, I think it was probably built in like the early 90s, and they were kind of gutting the house and redoing it. And so there was a lot of stuff that they were trying to get rid of. The house had been previously uh, occupied. The, the people they bought it from, uh, I think, must have been old, and just a lot of the stuff that when they settled the estate, uh, the the kids just decided to just to leave shit around because there was a lot of stuff that they were head out by the curb and some stuff they were getting getting rid of, including uh, Sammy Sosa. But um, so he was standing there. We we're talking to him, and he was, he was going, "Yeah, I, should, I could take you in the house, but it's it's horrible. It's horrible. You don't want to go in there." And he's like, "Well, what do you mean it's horrible?" And he goes, "It just, you know, it just, it it stinks." And I go, "Did they have like animals or something?" He goes, "No, it just it just stinks." And I'm like, "Yeah, I think I can handle it." So we walk into the house. And Rachel's got her shirt pulled up over her nose, thinking it's really going to be bad. And I walk in, and uh, it smells like the 80s in there. It smells like old people. It's got, you know, chicken noodle soup, mothballs, cigarette smoke, uh, aqua velva aftershave smell. Kind of a combination of all those things. And uh, he's like, ah, man, that smoke thing is just horrible. And I'm looking at it, and I'm, I'm realizing, again, it's the, it's, the, it's the generational thing. I'm realizing that he's young enough that... He probably never was around any environment anywhere where somebody smoked inside. And, uh, you know, like you were talking about the bar that smelled like beer in the morning. You know, it used to also smell like cigarettes. I remember going um, going to bars back in the day where I would leave my, even if it was like 10 degrees outside or 10 below even outside, a lot of times I would leave my jacket inside my car because I didn't want to bring it in, to, you know, in the wintertime, I didn't want to bring it inside if you went into a bar because when you walked out, you're gonna, it's gonna stink, you know, you're gonna smell like smoke no matter what. And uh, you used to get home after, you'd go out and you'd get uh, you'd get home and you'd always had to take a shower at night just because you didn't want to wake up with the bar stink all over you. And now that doesn't exist. It's just, there's, there's a generation now that's, uh, and I guess generations from, from here forward, that they're just not going. They get a little whiff of something like that, and it's like it's the worst thing in the world. But uh, I was like, eh, dude, doesn't smell great, but you know, doesn't smell, doesn't smell that bad. Doesn't smell like the uh, a friend of mine had a bar that uh, he owned for a while, and wow, going at night when he, we used to go help him sometimes clean up at seven o'clock in the morning. It's like, are you kidding me? You walk in there and be like, this is the worst. Yeah, you go to a bar at night. And you can't smell it so much when you walk in. You go in the yes. morning, and it's like beer, vomit, urine, <laughs> whatever you can imagine. It was like, yeah. And he, I remember him trying to make the bathrooms as bulletproof as possible. You know, it's like when they started, when they opened the place up, the bathrooms basically looked really pretty. And there was like things in there that were made out of wood, you know, the the divider between the stalls and stuff like that. And they had um, like, you know, nice wall coverings and things like that inside the bathrooms. And then like, it just started getting more and more torn up as the place went on. People, you know, scratching their name with knives on, you know, wherever and writing shit with like permanent magic markers and things tor literally torn off the walls and things like that. And he eventually got to the point where the whole inside of his bathrooms was just basically they um, took like that corrugated, well, they, that stainless steel stuff that's got kind of a, they use inside garages that's got kind of a, um, a pattern on it that like a tire pattern kind of thing on mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. they just did the whole inside of the bathrooms floor to ceiling with that and everything was just as industrial as could be and there was a drain in there so that they could just basically go in with a, a hose and get rid of everything and there's mornings where we went in there and you it looked like the women's bathroom was always the worst it was like yeah man it was like i don't know what was going on there but whoa nasty nasty <laughs> And this, and the bar wasn't really a nice thought. It was thought of as being one of the nicer ones in uh, Iowa City and the uh, university, you know, on, you know, on the row where all the the college bars are, that kind of thing. But yeah, I don't like that smell though. That 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 morning bar smell, you know, after like a a, a busy Friday or Saturday night. And I've I've produced some events, some for the hair product companies that I work for, where we've had it in a in a venue that's like a club. Yeah. And after like a club night, and we show up at like eight o'clock in the morning, the cleaning crew is still cleaning. You're like, it just smells like awful. It's that smell of like beer and cleaning solutions. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have you ever been? Have you ever gone to like a like a blue collar? Uh, I don't know what the hours are for what they allow, you know, like in New Jersey, but in Iowa, 
the bars had to close at 2 a.m. They mm-hmm. got to open back up at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of them didn't. Yeah, most of it. You know, we they, don't have that. We don't have that. Well, I they, don't think. They have in, in certain areas, and it, I don't know, it's not as prevalent now as it used to be because there aren't as many factories and things like that, and, uh, you know, in just in the Midwest. But there used to be, like, blue-collar neighborhoods you would you could go to. Right. And the bars were open at six o'clock in the morning. You go in there, and a lot of them were really crowded at six a.m. And that was, was that like for the guys that were working the graveyard shift, either graveyard or first shift. There were some of them that oh, you know, got oh in there at six. You know, really? They might start at seven o'clock in the morning or something, or eight o'clock in the morning, and they'd hit the bar for an hour before they went to work and uh, take beer with them for lunch. <laughs> you got to go <laughs> you, to one of those just, places. You just asked me if I've been not really I've I've never been in one of those places, Isle, which is very if I've been to that place. We I know you were listening at the beginning because, but I, I I like I have a baby blue espresso machine on my counter. <laughs> Come on. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.